Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Hill House fans? We are here covering part three, episodes six, seven, and eight tonight. Uh, they're the funeral viewing. We've got so many confrontations to cover, and we've got some news and gossip about the end of season one. Do not move a muscle. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ooh, ominous music, spooky music. What's going on, Hill House fans? We are here with my beautiful panel to cover part three, episodes six, seven, and eight. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight on this journey that we are going yes. on. We've only got one more episode, which is next week, to cover. Uh, we took a little break for Thanksgiving, so thank you guys for bearing with us on that. For now, I am joined by my beautiful panel. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Hey, guys. I'm Krista Flengy. And I'm Taylor Gates. And I am Timothy Michael. Um, uh, we are very excited to be here because these three episodes that we're covering tonight, mo- mostly covering these three episodes, we're going to jump around a little bit if we need to, uh, but we are very excited. Uh, these are one of these are a few of Taylor's favorite episodes. Yeah, they are. Um, and she's been very excited to talk about it. Since so, the very beginning. From the, since the very beginning. So overall, you guys, with the funeral, um, I'm sure you guys have eaten, oh, unfortunately, I'm sure we've all been to a funeral. Yes. 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 Um, and with anything that involves family, family reunions, weddings, funerals, it comes a lot of drama. Oh, yeah. And that was not different in Hill House, mm-hmm. which I loved. It was realistic. Thank you. Yeah. It was amped up. To yes. Realistic, <laughs> it was realistic, but it was like drama. level 20 realistic. Yes. yes. I forgot my quote. My oh, quote that oh, we open up that. every episode with from the Shirley Jackson novel. Um, tonight's quote, the menace of the supernatural is that it attacks where modern minds are weakest, where we have abandoned our protective armor of substitution, superstition and have no substitute defense. Um, I thought that this quote was perfect for this for these yeah, next three episodes. Honestly. It really is. Um, because I feel like they were getting attacked from each other. They were getting attacked from the supernatural. They were getting attacked all over the place mm. and these, in these three episodes. So I thought that, that quote was fitting. I really have to read this novel because every quote that we read yes. amazing. to start off these episodes just makes me more excited to yes. read it. Um, so like I say, the funeral viewing. Um, one of the deeper episodes, episode six of the entire season, um, what did you guys think overall? I mean, just just like looking at how this episode was shot itself, like there's been so many, you know, pieces and behind the scenes videos. Just the fact that this was essentially like three super, super long takes. Yeah. And they had to rotate out the cast. They mm-hmm. had to go from the funeral home to the childhood home all in one take. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they actually didn't cut, like there was no real, you know, like post production mm-hmm. stuff that made that happen, like they did that for real. Yeah. Is crazy and so experimental and made it so cool to watch yeah the filming of this was particularly my favorite especially like the slipping of realities Mm. back and forth it was perfectly done and it was so appropriate for this episode in general yes that yeah especially since it's the first time we've seen all of them come back Mm. 
together with you mm-hmm. as adults. Yes. So that was really important, and I loved how they, the camera work was just so good. All the circulars, around, yeah, everything yeah. about it. And it really just is a testament to the, the, the talent of these actors, because I don't know if the viewers that are watching us right now know what a continuous take is. I mean, usually in, in film and TV, they do a scene, they cut, they reset, they maybe have to do it over again. With a continuous take... You literally are not stopping. And this is all dialogue. This mm-hmm. is all emotion. And then if you have to do another take, you have to remember everything that you just did prior That's to insane. that. With obviously slight changes yeah. because characters make, I mean, actors make different choices. But to do a continuous take, take is not the easiest. And they made it seamless. And <laughs> I agree with you, Taylor. It's the payoff is amazing. Huge. And it's, the fact that there are little kids in this scene. Right. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And I, I, I don't know, I've read a ton about this episode just because I'm so sort of mesmerized by it. And apparently the kids were like so on top of the really? game. They knew everybody's line. That's awesome. And there were so many issues with like the dolly, the wheel broke. So they had like literally one more chance to get it. And um, the director like didn't tell the cast because he didn't want them to feel that pressure. Of course. Great. But it ended up working out like so beautifully. Yeah. 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 That's and awesome. there's a lot of stuff that happens in this episode. I just go back to when Theo falls off the couch. Mm-hmm. Like, which she's like wasted at this point. <laughs> but like, that's like for an actor, like to, to like you. To make it look real yeah. and falling off of a, like a couch, I mean, it's not the hugest stunt. But when uh, during a continuous state, when you got one you just, the one time, left, you got to make it work. Yeah, I mean, it just worked. I want to break down um, the kids, um, not the kids in the past because we will get to that, but the kids in the funeral home and how each one dealt with Nellie's viewing, if you will. Um, let's talk about Steve first. Steve was very angry. I found, um, which is. A true testament to his yeah. character. Um, and I like that they that this episode, episode six, really covered everyone to a T. Um, and I, like I said, let's talk about Steven really quick. He's very angry and he keeps blaming Hugh. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of this? What did you think of Steve and how he handled it? I mean, every kid does have the right to be angry about it. And specifically Steve, I feel like, because he was older when it happened. Mm-hmm. So if not, he was like more understanding and had more questions than the younger ones yes. would. Especially since he was the last one in the house. So yeah. it's just, I don't know. For him, I'd feel, yeah. He, and he like was saying how he had read the reports later on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'd have so many questions. They never really got any concrete like explanation of why their mom didn't come with them. Yeah. So I, he had every right to be angry. And now his sister died in the same manner in the house. Like, I'd, have, I'd be yeah. part of my French piss, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was so heartbreaking, though, when he was like... Well, the wrong parent died. I was like, oh, oh that one got that me. That line hurts. You never say that. No. no. <laughs> but I did like the fact that they had him show a little bit of sort of vulnerability, and yes. it was Shirley who kind of comforted him. Like, he has that sort of panic attack, mm-hmm. like, the second he sees Nell yeah. in the coffin. And the fact that Shirley tells him the story about how she changed every light bulb in the house, and sometimes reactions are sort of irrational. Yes. I really liked that, because yeah. they've been so at odds for yeah. so long, so it was nice to see her, like, kind of swoop in yeah. and sort of, like, give him a little bit of comfort, even though she resents him for a lot yes. of things. Well, you also have to think Steve is also going w- through a separation with Lee, too. Mm-hmm. So that also puts another factor to his mm-hmm. anger and where he displaces it amongst yes. all these other characters. And I'm glad that, Taylor, you brought up Shirley, because that just brings me into Shirley and how she reacted to Nellie's funeral. And and I just go back to when she changed the light bulbs. 
she's such a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Just going down to her wanting to do Nellie's makeup and, and her changing out all the light bulbs so they don't have to think about it. Shirley's one of those, t- I think it's type A personalities. Yes. Where you just want to make sure everything is perfect. Every little thing is perfect. That way, if anything big comes around, you can handle that. Like, you don't have to worry to about anything. Almost to a fault. It's, yeah. 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 But, I mean, once again... Why I love this episode, it's true to Shirley's character. She always wants to fix everything. Mm -hmm. She always wants to be that person that has this, I don't want to say moral high ground or high horse, but that's kind of how she comes across. like a little bit. I mean, that's kind of how she comes across. Uh, What did you guys think of Shirley and how she dealt with Nellie's viewing? I agree that it was very true, you know, kind of what we've seen. And especially the scene, I think it's actually in the next one, right before they're kind of about to go bury Nell, but Mm -hmm. she's, like, yelling at the Uh, person on the phone about the cow lilies. Yes, Which is, like, it's funny a little bit. Like, it gives you a little bit of, like, comedic relief, but it's also so sad because, you know, she's, like, throwing everything into this because the only way she knows how to cope. Yeah, if anything, it's keeping her from truly grieving because she's just so caught up in, like, getting everything perfect and yelling at everyone, and it's just, how do you take... She hasn't taken a minute to just, like, stop and be like, oh, my God, I'm burying my sister. Right. Yeah. You know what I also loved is Kevin. Kevin, her husband how he balances her out. Oh, they are perfect together. Yes, and yes. how he is so attentive. Like, when he asks Luke, do you want a nice tea or anything mm-hmm. like that? Like, when he greets Hugh, let me take mm-hmm. your jacket. He is so attentive in this. Like, he's like what every spouse needs to be while you're, yes. while you're significant. Especially you're going if you're married like to Shirley. <laughs> yes. He needs someone to be like, let's take a break. <laughs> you're being crazy. Yeah. yeah, and the only reason I brought up Kevin is because, well, I mean, we'll obviously get to it, but what happens with him and Theo yeah. is completely devastating. And I want to hear your thoughts after we cover how every all the kids mm-hmm. dealt with this. So now I want to get into uh, Theo and how she's dealing with Nellie and the viewing. Um, and she's just getting wasted. And not only because of what is happening, but because of what happened in the previous mm-hmm. episode. where What she saw, yeah. And what she touched um, and how sensitive she is yeah. to you know, what happened, and she just, she talks about it, but there's, like, this darkness over her, and in this episode, I didn't get that, I didn't correlate the two, like, when she touched Nellie, and then her going to, I honestly thought that she was just getting wasted because (laughs) her sister's dead. That's all I really thought about. I didn't think that it had anything to do with her touching Nellie's body. Did you guys? I No, I didn't. It was a surprise to me. Yeah, I thought maybe a little bit, just because I think also everyone can't Especially Steve, how he thinks it's this family illness, like it's in their genes. They're all, it's a mental yeah. disability that they have. And um, so she, like, knows. At first, she probably was like, maybe it is. But now that she's seen what she, I think she can't even explain what she saw, too. She just knows it was really dark and yeah. she doesn't think it was what they all think it like a suicide necessarily. Yeah. So I think she doesn't even know how to put it into words. And, like, that makes you just, what else are you going to, you're just going to drink because everyone's, like, talking about how your sister went there to kill herself. And she's like, I saw something so much darker than that. Yeah. It's, that's, yeah. that's really all she saw was yeah. just darkness. So she's, like, can't even explain it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so confusing. Terrifying. Her. And I loved Theo in this because the, I'm just going to bring it back to the moment when she falls off the couch and they try to go pick her up and she's like, don't, don't touch me. Theo is, like I said, one of my favorite characters. So I can talk about her all day, obviously. Mm-hmm. But she's just like wanting to be touched but not being able to be touched. And it says it all in that moment. Like you just felt they just want to help you up and they can't because of what they would give you and what they would bring mm-hmm. on to you. And it's like, she's already dealing with the darkness that we we talked about, but then to have to deal with their grief. And I think she says it in the episode. She's like, I'm already dealing with my grief. Yes. I don't need to deal with yeah. yours too. It's just brilliant writing. It is. It's I just, great. I just love her character. So I, like I said, I could talk about her all day. I want to talk about Luke. 
Luke just can't handle it. Well, he's just as he, he can't should. even go up yeah. to the coffin. Could you imagine? That's like your twin. I don't know. That's yeah. It's like seeing uh, yourself. Yeah, you know literally. What I mean? And he just, yeah, he's so connected with her. He like yes. he feels all of the pain. Yes. I, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if there, if I thought that he would relapse in this moment. Like, cause we see that Theo's drinking a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they were gonna do that. Cause like I said, it's only ten episodes. We're on episode six already. If you're watching the entire season, and I don't know if they could handle another relapse with Luke. There's already too much other stuff going no. on, but for him to relapse as, as especially well, especially at that moment, right? So I don't know if I thought that he would relapse, but there was maybe a slight chance that I thought that he could. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you hear somebody's dead, like, that's one thing. But seeing them in a coffin, like, it's supposed to be closure, but at the same time, it's the hardest part. Yeah, because you're looking at them as you picture, it's just, yeah. And they even say, I don't remember which episode, I think it might have been one of the earlier episodes, mm-hmm. but how, like, when one twin commits suicide, yes. like, the suicide rate for right. the other twin goes skyrocket. Yes. totally makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if he would, like, relapse or, like, do something else, which obviously they're also concerned about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, God, what a spot to be in. Yeah. Well, it's funny, I'm glad that you brought that up, Taylor, because, you know, we, we find out in the later episodes that, you know, Luke just goes to the house, and they never really give a clear reason why. There's never, like, this defining moment of, like, him choosing to go mm-hmm. to the house. The keys in the wallet are just gone. And I think that has a lot to do with it, what you just said. It's Definitely like, he does. feels so connected to her, and he just has to go to the house. He wants to, to kill the thing that killed her. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Andrew Malone in the chat agrees. He just said, poor Luke. Everyone uh, feels for Luke. This everybody episode. feels for Luke, yeah. you guys. We have a fun quiz coming up, uh, which we'll we'll do later on about uh, the opinions of uh, the characters and who yes. you, who you like the most and who you like the least. Uh, so that's coming up later on. Um, but I feel like we're all gonna love yes. Luke. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, he's just he's just so lovable. You just want to yes. love him. Um, I want to talk about Hugh because Hugh is obviously the dad, and he he talks to Olivia. To cope with what is happening in his daily life. And I'm not just talking about the funeral episode, because obviously he's been talking to her. All the time he talks to her. Yes. Yeah. And I love that, because I love not only uh, uh, actress's name, uh, uh, who plays Olivia. Yes, Carla. Yep. Yep, the Italian (laughs) last name that we can never pronounce. Um, I love that, because once they kill her in the first episode, obviously, um, or they establish that she's dead... I was like, okay, well, how are they going to keep coming? I can have her come back Mm -hmm. in the present. Obviously, with the past flashbacks, she's going to be there. But in the present, I was like, how are they going to make her? And the way that they did it, the way that the writers had her just around. And, like, she was just in that, like, nightgown and, like, just in a funeral. She's always in that out. It's just very perfect. And she has an age, but everyone around her has. It's just so perfect. Yes. And her voice is, like, exactly the same. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, like, wiser now that she's dead. It's not more Mm -hmm. sinister. It's just exactly the same. Yes. Yeah. And then obviously we're balancing with the past and the present and in the past we're talking about uh, we see the storm happening and the chandelier falls um, and nothing prevalent really happens with this storm other than the fact that Nellie disappears mm-hmm. and in the end of the episode she sits there and she goes you know I was here the whole time um, I was yelling no one could said, see yeah, she me said, I, was right uh, here. I didn't know anybody nobody could see you guys me couldn't, why couldn't you guys see me and yeah. I love how poetic it is that in the present She's standing right there. She's standing right there, and the only one to see her is Hugh, mm-hmm. her dad. Yeah, who didn't see her and in the Steve beginning when she sees her when he too, her. right? Does a, he see her before? He and he 
cracks it up to be him. Um, That's right. Having yeah. his, he but doesn't see, realize what he's actually seeing. But her. I'm so glad that you brought that yeah. up because it's like Steve sees her, but he never it doesn't, he doesn't matter. really yeah. see her. You know what I mean? Yeah. He Nobody ever he's really crazy. saw her. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> just so great. It's just, it's just so great. I mean, we can literally sit here and dissect it. But I love that Hugh saw her as the bent neck lady mm. just because. Obviously, coming off of episode five, we're haunted by it. And now I feel like Hugh seeing her in that form finally closed it for him and saying, even in death, they're still kind of haunted Mm. by what they've been haunted by Mm -hmm. their whole lives. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just, it's so sad. It's like this, they really captured in this episode of the viewing just a very sad and ominous feeling. And then... To top it all off, you throw in this chaoticness of Theo and Kevin. Was anybody expecting that? No. I was no. like, no. wait. I had to rewind what? it. I was like, wait, who is this? <laughs> also, you don't like men. I don't yeah. understand. Well, I had to rewind it because I was like, were they kissing? Yeah. Were they actually kissing? But it didn't look like they were. It looked like it a little bit, yeah. It was very guilty. It was very close. Very, very intimate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was yeah. too close. Yeah, it was very close. Uh... Yeah, and then that just sets off Shirley. And so that, that just sets us up for, you know, episode seven. Well, yeah, and just before we move on, yeah. Shirley's already mad because she right. found out that Kevin yeah. had taken the money from That's Steven. That's right. She's livid. She's everybody's just, taking the money. Everybody's taking the money. Even you. Even Theo. Like, everyone she thought didn't take the money took yes. the money. Surprise. Yeah. So yeah. once again, that just, this just goes back to what I said about Shirley and her moral high horse, where, and Kevin kind of, like, Talks it up. He's like, you know, you give all these people discount services because you feel bad I, for them. Saved your how, butt. Yeah. Right, how did you expect for us to pay for all of that? You guys have two kids. And it's funny <laughs> because instead of Shirley sitting there, true, and you are you are owning a business. Yeah. But instead of Shirley like sitting back and realizing that she's just focused on the anger, instead of being like, you know what, you're right. We were able to do some good mm. with this money. But all she, she won't admit is that no, because it was it goes not. against it's, her what course. she originally stated was not allowed. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And surely. <laughs> exactly. So that's the viewing episode, and then we get to the day of the funeral. Yes. Um, and we open it with Hugh at the police station. Mm. And I just want to talk about this really quick because the guy who is interrogating him, he was an a-hole. Good cop, bad cop, all in one. But it wasn't yes. like yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's exactly what because it was. Because he like, pretends to be the yeah. good cop and he's, he's like, not. You it's don't like, have oh. to leave. Let's settle this now. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave. He's like, well, do you really want to leave? Because yeah. that would look really bad. Like, dude, shut up. That's like, how like, they get you. Yeah. How they get you. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, I, I just felt for Hugh in that moment because what do you say? Like, what do you say? How do you, how do you, and, and we tie it in at the end of the episode when, you know, he just tells them, like, you know, the Red Room is locked the whole time. Like, he has to recant yeah. on his entire statement because he can hear that he sounds crazy. But what do you do in that situation? How, uh, what do you say? I don't know. And plus, he hasn't slept for, like, hours. Truth. He has yeah. to take care of all these kids. Like, yep. everything yeah. in his life is a mess. Yes. Like, how are you going to be able to handle an interrogation like that? Right. Like you can't, and that's how they do. That's, the, that's how they what get they you. Do. That's what they yeah. do. It's called you know they entrap you into mm-hmm. confessing something that you didn't do. And I'm glad that they didn't go that route because, like I said, especially yes. with Luke having like could have had a relapse, they could have easily done mm-hmm. that whole storyline too, where Hugh confesses to something. Like they could have done a lot of different ways. And I'm glad that they stuck to the way that they did 
because it was very concise to the story. It was all about Hill House. It wasn't about Hugh. It wasn't about Luke. It was all about Hill House. I mean, obviously, it, it is about these characters, but it ultimately falls back on Hill and House, the house which I'm, yes. I'm glad they stuck to that. Um, I want to talk about the past because we're also dealing with not only the day of the funeral after the viewing, but we're also dealing with the, the damage of, to the house by the storm that was in the last episode. And what I loved about this is that because they're on a budget, and we always have to think about this because they're here to fix this house. Yeah. And they can't just be throwing, throwing everything they have in it. Yeah. Right. And what I love about Hugh is that he he always says, I can fix it. Yes. And he says it once again in this episode. And he's like, you know what? We're on a budget. There's so much water damage, but I can fix it. Mm-hmm. This water damage, I didn't know what to make of it. Honestly, I was like, is it like supernatural water? Is it's it like- got to be because the storm didn't get that bad anywhere else. It was He was talking to... What? Who is he talking Mr. to? Mr. Dudley? Yes, and they were like, it would barely hit up. You know, yeah. I don't understand. I What I didn't understand was that, oh, I felt like the whole water damage thing was just introduced to get us to find Mr. Hill in the wall. Yes, yes. That's what I, so. And to make their lives more difficult. Yeah. yeah. You're forever home. And you're not leaving. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. The forever home. Yeah, exactly. I just, yeah, it was like, okay, so he can, he wants to fix it. And then he hurts his hand in the fan that they're using to ventilate the the system. Oh, and yeah, so I didn't much. like that. Oh my gosh, which was Cringy. really weird because, like, I only want to talk about that for a quick second because the thing was unplugged. Stephen unplugged it, right? Mm-hmm. So it went on by itself. Yeah, supernatural. So you can tell that these ghosts were, I want to say, malevolent. Like they want yeah. to do harm. They don't to want him you. to fix the house either. Which is. Weird because it's like okay, so say the water is supernatural, right? Yeah. You introduce all this water to get them to find this body or to be in the basement yeah. or whatever, but then you want to hurt them. I think it's like mainly what it is is to get them not to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 like because like, cause, like cause it like him, all leads up to that. Yes, because yes. him hurting his hand mm-hmm. just hinders him from fixing mm-hmm. the house, no. which the keeps water him there for longer. You repair one thing, yeah. two different things pop up. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I'm glad that you brought that up because that it kind of brings us into the story from Mr. Dudley and why you shouldn't stay in the house for very long. Before we get to that, though, this is also the episode where Olivia starts to slip. Mm-hmm. She's starting to be scattered, <laughs> if you will. And that's the same word that Mr. Dudley uses to, to describe his mom, which I want to talk about in a second. Um, if you want to say anything, Taylor. Yeah, so our network actually produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they're completely optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you guys on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Thank you guys. We love you. Thank you, Taylor. Yes. Um, we do the show, obviously, for you guys. Um, we are so appreciative of you. If you guys are listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, make sure you give us a five-star rating. If you're watching us or listening to us on the YouTube video, give us a thumbs up. Give us a comment. We love reading your comments and we theories do. and predictions and exciting things for season two, which we will talk about um, probably next episode. But thank you guys. We do this for you. So thank you. Um, 
Like I said, Olivia was slipping. This is like the first episode where we kind of see her like being scattered. And yeah. Just like, because the blueprints. Scary slippage. She's so, yeah. Scary slippage. She's supposed to do the blueprints and they're messed up. Mm-hmm. And this is when Hugh realizes that, hey, maybe something's not right. Maybe you should take a break yeah. from the house. And it's not even at that point. It's after this conversation with Mr. Dudley, this haunting story about his mm-hmm. mom, Clara, and his stillborn. What did you guys think of this story? I was like, get out of the house. Right? <laughs> If Get someone would have told me that story and was like, hey, your husband, like, is showing the same signs of all, I'd be like, okay, we leave in. Yeah. Like, buy house. Oh, so creepy. Yeah. So creepy. Ugh. Yeah, I just... Also, why are you people still working there and living on yes, the property? Yes, that's what I'm saying! <laughs> Go away! If you see all of this. I think, well, I mean, Mrs. Dudley kind of, and we'll talk about yeah. the next episode. We find out why, but I'm right, saying... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. What I liked about this is that we kind of... we we. This is, like, one of the only scenes where we get to see Mr. Dudley um, actually act. Yeah. And he's telling this story, and I'm totally it's great. in it. I'm like... What happened here, Mom? What happened to Claire? Yeah, Where's the silver? I was all about it. Yeah. I was like, this is this is intense. Mike Flanagan can write a monologue. Yes, like, he can. These monologues are so good. I, I completely agree with you. They also talk about Clara being in charge of Mrs. Hill and how after it gets dark, that's when they have to leave the house. Yeah, they refuse to stay. Right. Which, good. Do we think that it was a little stereotypical? Don't you think that it would be a little bit better if, like, the hauntings... And they did happen, like, 24-7. Mm-hmm. If we obviously see the man on the wall fixing the clock. That was during the day. Yeah. But it really, really happens at night. Do we think like, that it would be, like, more, I guess, haunting, if you will, if it also happened during the day and not just at night? It wouldn't be stereotypical, yes. That, but right. I feel like that is what the scare factor is all about, is once you go to bed, it's, it's when dark the nightmares and, and the darkness gets yeah. you. Yeah. And you're, like, more vulnerable at night, though, too, yeah. because you're mm-hmm. already, like, predisposed to be more scared. You're yes. You know, if you're falling asleep, you're, like, you know, in and out of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, it makes sense, I think. Awareness is blurred. Yeah. 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 I, I just thought that that was really interesting. And then Hugh obviously hears the scratching noises. He thinks it's rats. And then we obviously find that it's Mr. Hill's body. Yeah. I want to talk about casual. this because... Just casual. <laughs> um, the only reason I want to talk about this is because we. this is when we're introduced to the cop before Hugh mm-hmm. and the interrogation. Um, because he has obviously has to yeah. call the cops because there's a body in my basement. Um, but then we find Mr. Hill is holding the the... Paver. Paver, thank you. And the, the, the he so he essentially put himself there. Nobody put him in there. Yeah, Mrs. Hill that? didn't kill her husband. No. Mr. Hill pretty much essentially killed himself to get away from the ghosts. Or they somehow got him in there and then he couldn't get it. It was yeah, I don't how do you just end I don't know. I don't like it. I all. mean they said they they, yeah. they address it in uh, I want to say the next episode or two episodes after that he put himself in there. Yes, yes they yeah. say that, but like it's not that we know that he physically went. Like maybe he got stuck. Yeah, who knows what? Right. He, yeah. Well, that's what the cop is saying. The yeah. cop is like, "Well, how did he get in? Get there? in there? Like who? maybe it's like a Nell situation. That's though. what I'm saying. Like right. the house did it to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I actually like that. That's a good. That's a good point. That's a stupid way to kill yourself. There are so many other options. Yes, that gives you a right. lot of time to think about it. You yeah, know what like, I mean? Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, and then in the present, we see that the forever home is destroyed. And the reason I brought that up is because obviously Shirley thinks it was Theo because she's still mad about what happened with Kevin. Um, and Theo's like, no. And 
freaking Hugh doesn't want to tell Theo what they saw. And Theo's like, Frickin are we going to not tell her what yeah. we saw? Like, what is ha- what's happening? And freaking Hugh, just once again, just true to character, doesn't want to tell the kids what is really going on. Because he's he wants to protect, to protect them. them. But yeah. in protecting them, he's, he's making them. it work. Yeah. Right. I do want to talk about this because the body behind the desk that we see is Olivia. And I was surprised yes. by that because it was it was really creepy. And I don't understand why Olivia would and haunt her husband saw it. and yeah. her daughter like that. Why would you do that? That's kind of messed up. Well, she's trying to, you know, get them to... Like, is it Olivia or is, is it, it like a, yeah. crazy Olivia? Olivia? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's tr- I I agree with you. Yeah. But then the, just the symbolism of the destruction of the forever home. Oof. It's like it mirrors the blueprint thing a little did. bit. It does mirror the blueprints as well. Yes, but then at the same time, it's saying you know this forever home is never going to happen. It's just a yeah. pipe dream. It's a pipe dream. It's it's something that you just need to let go, and and so it's destroyed. And I just feel bad because. That that bonding moment that we saw between Shirley and her mom about the forever home was just really sweet, mm-hmm. and for Shirley to have made this this model of it and to have it destroyed, yeah, it's just it was sad. Because ghosts don't care. Yeah, because ghosts, ghosts, don't, ghosts care. don't care. Ghosts don't care. No respect. And then that goes that brings us into episode eight, where so many confrontations. There were so many car scenes and everything like that. But I want to start off with Steve and Lee because. We touched on it in la- two episodes ago um, and how they're kind of separated, yeah. but we didn't know why. And now we find out why. And it's because they wanted to see a reproductive therapist and Lee wanted to get pregnant, but Steve was hiding the fact that he had... Also, how are you, like... If they, I, yeah, he's just—it's <laughs> very frustrating. Yeah, I feel he, like he made me very angry. <laughs> what, were, what are your thoughts, Taylor? I, what, if you were with somebody and they hid the fact that you wanted to have children and they wanted to have, and they, there's only so many ways you can hide that though. If you're like actively trying, that's yeah, what I was yes. saying. I mean, he's going to great lengths, but the fact that he did it like right out of college yeah. because he never wanted yeah. kids because his childhood was like so screwed up. Yes. Oh man! Like you have to really not want kids. Yes, but it just really—it just brings me back to like once again just the haunting of Hill House. Like just because you're not seeing ghosts, or just because you don't think that you're seeing ghosts, which we'll get into a second, doesn't mean that this house wasn't haunting you. For you to go through your entire life, get to college, and then after college, and then have a vasectomy just so that your kids won't turn Mm -hmm. out like your family. You were being haunted well, the whole then, time. Yes. Whether it's by ghosts yes. or just this memory of this house or the mental illness from your... You're, you are haunted. Plus, your poor wife, you, like, purposely got engaged and, like, got married and just left the... I just... What? I mean, but in but in all honesty, I, I, I felt with... I felt what Steve was saying. Like, no, there I was feel no for time him, but to don't, say it. Before getting engaged... Hey, P.S. Never having like kids. Like, any time uh, before that. Yeah. I mean, uh, yes... Uh, but I, but That's you, guys huge. Have, you guys have never been in a situation where you want to tell somebody something and then the right time yes. never comes no, that, up. I, no, no, I completely sure. agree. But when he's the one that proposed to her, it's not like he, she was on the, yeah, yes. fertility doctor. Yeah. So maybe if it didn't <laughs> work, it's a lot of money. Not that he doesn't have money, but yeah, guys, it's guys. just the wrong. It's just yes, guys, men do not. <laughs> have the greatest oh, timing you ever. Know, you think? Um, and just the scene between Steve and Hugh in the car, the just the, the, the dynamic between them, just how he says, you know, it's, it's mental illness. And Hugh's like, it's not mental illness. It's yeah. Like you, and it just goes back to him. With I the, loved those tiny re- like reveals with the treehouse and the, the clock house, guy. The clock yeah. guy. I was shook. Yes. Me too. I was like, oh. 
And yeah. the fact that he didn't like yell at him, he just Calmly. spit out yeah. the fact. Yes. And that was more impactful yes. than anything. And, and even lo- Steve was like, wait, what? And I love how he uh, yeah. uses his book against him where he's like, you say you've never seen a ghost. However, However on page 93, <laughs> you talk about <laughs> chapter 5, yes. sentence 8, you said. He was like, Hoot. Which honestly just goes back to the creativity of the writers because it's like, whoa, like... And then you remember who, watching the scene and you're like, that wasn't real? Yeah. Like, brilliant. Yeah. Like, this man who was fixing this clock was never real. Yeah. And then they go into this whole, like, uh, what, what do they call them? Witness marks? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was brilliant because, like, adding that kind of information just makes it, like, grounded. It just grounds you into the story. You're like, wow, yeah, witness marks. Yeah, this clock hasn't been touched by the 60s. <laughs> yes. I get it. That was a ghost. I just thought it was just brilliant the way that that that, that Hugh... And like you said, Taylor, he never yells. He never no. raises his voice. He calmly just states. He just You've drops seen a knowledge. Drops the mic. Boom! Literally <laughs> drops the mic. <laughs> Poor Steve. But then we look at the past also. And Steve's going through in the past because he finds his man and he wants to fix it up for his mom, who's clearly going through it because she's starting to get oh, prey. And But he finds this hill, this picture of uh, Poppy. And this is when we're getting... This is when we get introduced to Mrs. Dudley and how... She has her scene with explaining who Poppy Hill is. And that only brings us into, like, the end of this episode to talk about. But clearly, Poppy was crazy. Um, clearly. Clearly, Poppy was crazy. Uh, there's this whole, like, her and her husband and, and, and how she... I mean, I mean like, they met in a mental facility. Right. Like, you can't... It doesn't get crazier than that. It doesn't get that. crazier yeah. than that. Um, and obviously, she's one of the ghosts, which we didn't realize until, you know, yeah. a couple episodes in. But... Yeah, she's she's one of the ones that I was like, she's just creepy. Yeah, yeah, and we see that you know she is haunting Olivia just as much as she's haunting anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's just really sad. And then we get into Theo and Shirley's car scene. Before that, though, yes. is my absolute like one of my favorite scenes. It's when because Shirley's all alone, sulking in her house. <laughs> the doorbells are ringing, she's and going then nuts. she's going nuts. And then she has a confrontation with Theo. Yes, and she punches her in the boob. Yeah. Like, did you just punch me and in the boob? Yeah, it's <laughs> like my favorite scene because it was so funny. Yeah, I, yeah, I love that scene because it's just sisters. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's that's re- what you do. That's real, yes. like you said, Chris. I mean, we we just we use the phrase a lot, but like the way it's that the writers totally reality. It's Total reality. Like, I would totally like, do that to my sister. I would in a totally fight. do that to yes. one of you if we were in a fight. Exactly. Like yes. I'm punching you in the boob. Like, <laughs> the was just so good. <laughs> <laughs> like it is. But then just the that, like that whole like banging on the wall thing, just brought them back to their mm-hmm. their childhood, and how haunting that was. And that prompts them to go after Luke to the house because yes. they're like, look, we can't handle, we can't. We, we can't can. let the men's handle this. We gotta go <laughs> do it it's just as scary here. <laughs> That's true, too. But then that brings us into this car scene, which is literally one of my favorite oh, scenes. Oh, I jumped. This one got me. Oh, that. Oh, yes. That, before even, yeah, before yeah. we even get okay. into the dialogue. <laughs> that jump scare. It got me. I was like, what the? <laughs> I know. It got, when she, like, pops out from the, I was like, oh. Well, also, <laughs> Backseat little driver. fact, they, um. That wasn't real, well, right? Or well, was they it planned? Knew, they knew that she was going to pop out, but they didn't tell, either they didn't tell her when, or she popped oh, no, out she early. early. I remember reading that too and I was like, brilliant. <laughs> they are brilliant. I would have probably wet myself during that oh, scene. Yeah. If oh. no one was telling me, I'd be like, oh, I would have jumped out of the car. Yeah. Even though it's moving, like moving. I mean, obviously. Very real but reaction. I would have just, I would have yeah. no, I can't. Because that was one of the biggest scares. Oh, yeah, yeah. for me it was. Season. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and then it just goes into this amazing dialogue scene between Theo and Shirley and how Theo pretty much is groveling in front of Shirley and just basically pouring her heart out and, and everything that she just has been through over the last couple of hours and how she can't feel anything. And the reason why she did it with Kevin is because she wanted to feel something. And mm-hmm. I felt for her. I, know. I was like, oh my God, just forgive her, Theo. I mean, Shirley. I think it's so true that that's scarier than feeling everything, though. Like, the I second you go numb, like, that's terrifying. Because yes. you know you should be feeling so many yeah. things, and that the fact that nothing's happening, like you're like, what's yes. wrong? scary calmness yeah. of it. That I completely agree with you. I feel like feeling nothing is a lot scarier yeah, than, than feeling, feeling everything. everything. I agree. But then at the same time, I don't think I would want to feel everything no. either. Just that, a happy medium. Yeah, but yeah, well, obviously that's the, obviously where we as humans <laughs> yes. live. But freaking Theo just goes through one extreme to another. It's like, yes, this is a gift, but at the same time, it could also be a curse. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely what they, the journey that they took us on with her touch. Like we look at it, and we go, "That's a really cool gift," but then at the end of the day, it's like that's a dangerous yes. gift. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, she did it to herself. Not did not the gift thing, but she went to touch Nell. She wanted to find out what happened to her sister. Rightfully so. I'm mm-hmm. not blaming her for it. But what did you think was going to be on the other side of that? You opened up a door. Well, the fact that... I think that it kind of goes back to the fact that she wouldn't touch the spot where Arthur died. Like, I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And that made their yes. relationship like, such a conflict. Completely. She's yes. like, well, I have to do it this time. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, maybe she shouldn't have done that. Maybe I shouldn't have. Yeah. I think that... That's a good point, Taylor. I think that she, at that point, with Arthur, knew how dangerous her gift was, is, or could be. And I feel like when... Nell died. Yes, I felt like she owed it to her. And there was that kind of uh, guilt, if you will. Mm-hmm. But there was also this wanting to know mm-hmm. yeah. what happened or where her sister is or how her sister is. Yeah, And that is another reason why Theo and Shirley want to go to the house. Another really haunting thing, really quick, is that when Steve is talking to Hugh, Hugh tells Steve, "This is the the house is the most dangerous place for you guys." Mm-hmm. I just thought that was haunting too. I'd I was like, like "Let's that's not scary. go." That's yeah, not go. we already know he spits facts. But then, right, right. He always, he, we already know he drops knowledge. Like what? But they have to go after Luke, and then we see Luke in the end the, at the yeah, end of this Luke. episode, and he gets to the house and he tries to light it on fire. This graphic. Or no, this... did we also notice that the house lit red for him, whereas it was yellow? The lights were yellow for um, Nell when she showed up. I'm so glad that you brought yeah. that up. Because it was angry. <laughs> it was angry, yes. Yes. Because he was going there to hurt it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and it with, whereas with Nell, it was yellow, more like a somber like, kind in. of... So, welcoming, yes. Oh, yes, I Welcome completely home. agree. I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. Little symbolisms. We're dropping so knowledge, too. You better get yes. this up. <laughs> um, and then Poppy, who we referenced earlier, grabs him from behind. After he sees his mother in this beautiful red dress, by the way, mm-hmm. she looks stunning. Yeah, like, yeah. Carla's just gorgeous. Like we yeah, can talk about that all day. Death really suits her. Yeah, death really suits you. Death becomes her. Ghosts, yeah. ghost Carla. The wardrobe in the afterlife is superb. <laughs> yeah, because Nellie's outfit in the last couple I'm episodes saying. are really nice too. I agree with you. Yes. Um, yeah, that that yeah, and that doesn't work. Did we think that it was going to? No, no. Was it, it couldn't be that easy. No right? way. That would yeah. have been, like, cut scene done, end of show. <laughs> I agree with you, which is exactly why Hugh doesn't destroy the house. That's why he, like, keeps the house in his name, and he doesn't let anybody else live there. He's just like, you're just going to lock it up. Mm-hmm. We obviously can't destroy it, and I think Hugh knew that, which is why he wanted to go after Luke, because he's like, no matter what he does, he's not going to be able yeah. to destroy this house. The house will destroy him before he can destroy mm-hmm. the house, which is why he just kept it locked up all these years, and freaking therapist, man, breaking, bringing up the fact that now she go back to this house for closure. 
Dude, malpractice. What a hack. Malpractice. <laughs> that is our coverage of part three, episodes six, seven, and eight. Did I miss anything, you guys? I just wanted to say yes, one thing. Please. I love the um, symbolism where um, he was talking about the kite in the line. I just thought, oh that was yes, beautiful. that line was so good. So good. Yes. because it's it's beautiful because he doesn't want to take her down. He just wants to ground her. He just wants to ground her. Love, he wants to keep her. He up. loves her yes. so much, but keep her in place. That was yeah. just so beautiful. Yes. I love that. Yeah, and I love the fact that Hugh told Steve about the whole. Um, that they were almost separated as well. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that that added more of a, um, a vulnerability to Hugh. Yeah. Like, we didn't have this perfect marriage that you thought. No, like, we uh, worked for it. Yeah, yeah, before you guys even came along. Mm-hmm. Like, we almost broke up. I love that. Point. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah. Um, once again, that is our episode of episode 6, 7, and 8. We're going in to go to our quiz segment, you guys. One of our favorite segments that Taylor loves to do. Yes. And this time, we've got an opinion segment. Taylor, good take Yeah, it. we have two quizzes. The first oh. one is safe for work. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you would be listening to this at work, but, like, if you are, hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Okay, the first quiz, how popular are your Haunting of Hill House character opinions? Yes. And I'm not going to lie, guys, the result had me a little shook. Oh, we're so, gonna do it. Too. We're gonna go to we're gonna together go right now. It. Yeah, we'll vote yes. as a group. Yeah, do you? It's just do you like name the character? Do you, do you like, like Stephen, Stephen Crane? Nah, no. no. I don't even <laughs> like him as a kid. Nah. <laughs> of all of them, we're gonna say no. So fifty nine percent said no. Um, do you like Olivia Crane? Hell yes. 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 Obviously 69% said yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Ukraine, I'm gonna go with yeah. I'm gonna go with no. I'm oh. indifferent. You are the tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. No. I don't like how All he right. handled the kids. Alright. Oh, you guys are in the Oh, we're minority. the minority. Whatever. Uh, Shirley, <laughs> yes! I will defend her. Shirley. <laughs> no. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. no. I'm gonna say no. Uh, oh, you guys are in the minority. So you're in the minority. Yes. 51% say no. Do you like Luke? Of course. Luke Crane. Come yes. On. Everybody mm-hmm. loves Luke. This is going to be like 80% yes. 90%, 90% yes, of Theo course. Theo Crane, absolutely. Theo Crane, yes. absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Yes. 92%. Wow, she got even higher than Luke she did. did. No. Okay, yes. who could not of love course. her? This better be 100%. 88. 88. So Theo is our most popular character, Theo and is Shirley is our least popular. Makes wow. Which is a little bit surprising. Yes. I thought it would be either Nell or Luke, and then Steven. Yes. And then Steven, I thought was going to be yeah. the least. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised Shirley. Whatever, guys, coming at my girl Shirley. It's yes. fine. Yes. I'm over and it. you guys, we also have a second <laughs> quiz out there, which is for our After Dark viewers. I mean, it's, it's a little rated R. It's a little low rated racy, R. Low racy. Um, there's a few questions on there. It is uh, The quiz is which character <laughs> of Hill House would you secretly want to bang? bang? Yes. Um, Shall I, we share our results? Yes, let's share our yeah, results. Well, take the quiz at home and at your leisure. The yes. questions are great. Um, <laughs> There's a few who, interesting Oh, I was it. Steven. She, Unfortunately, she Steven. so. Yeah. Um, I also got Steven. I don't agree with it. But I got <laughs> Theo, and I agree. Taylor got Theo. I agree with Theo. I yeah. wanted Theo so bad. I would bang Theo so hard, you guys. I would Theo's not think so Beautiful so. inside and out. She's gorgeous. Hey, it looks her. like we have the same type, though. We do. Apparently, <laughs> we have loser writer guys who <laughs> like to steal from their family. But that has money. 
Yeah, that ain't money. Big, hey, if he was making yes. big she's a child psychologist. Yes. I agree. Don't she's going to get her PhD. You're right, but Very true. he had physical cash that he you was right. handing You're out. Right. It was because of him that she could get her PhD. That's wow, all okay, I'm saying. BuzzFeed knows me so well. It's a joke, guys. Go and take the quizzes, guys. Thank you, BuzzFeed, for supplying those quizzes. We will have another quiz for you next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have some awesome news and gossip that we need to share very quickly. Yes, that's me. Hold on. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So, going so fast. Okay, so the haunting of Hill House almost had a cliffhanger ending. Mm. So they don't really say. Well, Mike Flanagan did an an interview with TV Line, and he doesn't say necessarily like exactly what it was going to be. But the reason they didn't do it is because we're going to talk about it more next week. But season two has he doesn't want it to do with the cranes at all. Nothing Mm. to do with them. So in order to do that, he had to make sure it was like pretty cut and dry story over in this season ending. So he just decided that they early on they were like, we're not going to leave it as a cliffhanger. I want to tie up this story so season two can be open. So yeah, I like the fact that it wasn't a cliffhanger. I think that if they did it as a cliffhanger, it would have taken mm-hmm. away from the story. A and B, I like the idea that this is going to be like an anthology, and I'm hoping that they go back. Season two is going going back like to early Hill House, like Hill House, yes. like early, like like How maybe it explore got Poppy. Yeah, her I'm scenes with Olivia, it. she's great. She's great, and I want to see her like in like in, the yes. 1920s. Yeah, that'd like, be by, cool. wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, I would love that. Or what? the Dudleys, even. Or the Oh, that's a cool. I like that. We're all in together. Why not? Yeah. Or, or Mrs. Guests. Hill. Yeah. Mr. Hill. Yeah. We've got, oh, and then I guess Poppy would be part of that, too. Yeah. What would, would you have liked a cliffhanger? I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. they could have pulled it off. Mm-hmm. But okay. I did like that it was, you know, not to spoil it too much, but it, it, it was very satisfying for it me. Yeah, it satisfying. was a satisfying ending. Yes, yes. And the only reason she said she doesn't want to spoil it is because we were doing that episode episodes 9 and 10, oh, part, part four. 4 of Hill House, next week, Monday, you guys. We're doing um, it at... 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Yes. yes. Thank you for letting me know. Uh, for letting our viewers know. 8 p.m. You guys. For letting me know. For letting our viewers <laughs> Thanks know. Thanks for letting Tim know. Let everybody know. Um, you guys, that is our recap of, like I said, Hill House, Haunting of Hill House. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can our fans find you guys? Hey guys, you can find me all over social media at Krista Flungy. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elphaba underscore Anne and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. And you guys can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. Go take those quizzes. Yes. Join us next week, Monday at 8 for our conclusion. Part four of Hill- Haunting of Hill House. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Bill Sweetech, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.